0: Welcome to the teaching ministry of Steve Franklin. Steve's calling is to coach champions in the kingdom of God. Our prayer for you as you listen to this word of encouragement and instruction is that you'll be built up in your faith and encouraged to take the next step in your development as one of God's true champions. Here's Steve. Let's bow our heads now and I want you to begin to give thanks to the Lord as we enter into this special day in our country that we celebrate thank God we still do it and give thanks the church should be giving thanks always mm-hmm. always would you just begin to give thanks to the Lord for some of the things that he has done for you Holy Spirit, give us revelation of what it means to walk with thanksgiving in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. I love Psalm 22, 3. Do you know that when you begin to give, you draw the Lord's attention? The Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. So that when we begin to give thanks, God's ears perk up. He inhabits. He begins to listen to what we say in the giving of thanksgiving and praise. That would change how we pray, shouldn't it? Psalm 100 and verse 4 says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. That is, if you want to come into the presence of the Lord and know that you're about to worship him, enter in with thanksgiving. It sets the table for your prayers. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. That is, if you want to go deeper into the revelation of him, go from thanksgiving to praise. Thanksgiving is is the giving of thanks for anything and everything. that Listen. Every good and perfect gift is from where? From above. And so when we begin to give thanks, we can go to another level and begin to praise the Lord for who he is. His faithfulness, his goodness, his love, his mercy, his grace, his provision. But I want you to look specifically with me today to Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews 13. In talking about the very ministry of Jesus, we're told in chapter 13, verse 15. And it's uh, on, the, on the screen there for you, up in the upper corner. Therefore, by him, that is by Jesus, let us, watch, continually. How often is continual? Let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is, the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. Continually offer the, the word of God calls praise and thanksgiving a sacrifice. Do you know, if, if you were to say to the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to do? I guarantee you one of the things he'd say is, Offer unto me a sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. Jesus has already made the ultimate sacrifice. We honor him by continually offering praise and thanksgiving to our God. So it's powerful because it gets God's attention when we offer uh, praise and thanksgiving And uh, secondly, it does something really, really powerful in partnering with our faith. Let's look at Romans chapter 4 here, and the discussion is about the faith of Abraham. He and Sarah were childless. He was 75, and she was ready for Medicare about 65. Oh, they didn't have it then? Okay. Okay. And um, God said to Abraham, I'm going to bless you and make you great, and I'm going to bless you. In you, all the families of the earth are going to be blessed through your seed, that is, through your offspring. Only one problem. There was no offspring. Abraham believed God, the Bible says, and it was put into his account as righteousness. Can I ask you something? Are you willing to believe God when you don't see any evidence that confirms it. Are you able to believe what God says to you without seeing any evidence to confirm it? That's when you're getting somewhere. When he was past 85, somewhere around 86, 87, there was still no offspring. So Abraham thought, kind of like some of us have thought before, I know I have, You know, maybe I've missed this. Maybe I just need to help God. And so you know the story. He said, Since Sarah is not going to be able to have a child, I'm going to. um, And she offered her servant, um, and uh, they birthed an Ishmael. How many of you know when we stop believing God and try to take it into our own hands, we can make a mess? We can make a mess. It is right to hear God and take the next right step. There are steps and procedures that sometimes the Lord will tell us to do. The steps, the, the, the Bible says that the steps of a good man, and a good woman are ordered by the Lord. But if you make yourself responsible for the end result, you're going to take on yourself something that is going to make you walk in anxiety and, and all kinds of fear and worry, and it's going to make a mess. So honor and obey the Lord. Well, 99 came, 24 years after God had given him the promise, and he believed it, and Sarah, then, she was 90, he was approaching 100. And at 99, still no child, and um, the Bible says that God spoke to him again and told him again what he told him 24 years earlier I, your seed, in your seed, I'm going to bless all the families of the earth. Well, notice how did somebody wait 24 years to see the promise of God? Look at verse 20, chapter 4. Abraham did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. But was, how did he he do that? He was strengthened in faith. How? Giving glory to God. He was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. Being fully convinced that what he had promised he was also able to perform what he had promised, he was also able to perform. How do you do that, giving glory to God? Day after day after day after day after day for all those years, he gave glory to God, being fully convinced that God was able. How about you? Can you give the Lord glory that he is able to do what you can't do? Well, what about when he chooses not to do what you think or wanted him to do? The best thing for you to do, we've learned, is to give glory to God. Give him thanks. Let him know that you trust him even when you don't understand. That will take you somewhere you've never been. Giving glory to God. He grew strong in faith by giving thanks. Do you ever notice what Jesus did before miracles sometimes? When he had 7,000 to feed and he was brought loaves and fishes. This is on top of the 5,000 deal. He took, look. Look at it for yourself, Mark 8, 6. He took that which was insufficient and he lifted it up to the Father and he gave thanks. What was he doing? He said, Father, you are able. You are able. Have you taken your circumstances and your situations and said you are able, I give you thanks. Thanksgiving partners with our faith Our faith doesn't work right without thanksgiving. And last, we had been talking about uh, the 1 Peter 5 passage about how we're to cast all our worry, fear, and anxiety over on him, for he cares for us. In Philippians chapter 4, this familiar passage, and for years I missed it. Yeah, I missed it. Let's take a look at it. Rejoice in the Lord, chapter 4, verse 4. Always, again, I'll say rejoice. Let your under control, your gentleness spirit be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. What does that mean? Right here, right now. When we're worried and anxious, I wonder if we stopped and said, wait, the Lord is right here, right now, if that'd make a difference. That's what we're told to do. Rejoice in the Lord. The Lord is at hand. Now watch this. Do not be anxious about anything. Be anxious for nothing. Be worried and full of anxiety about nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication. The word for supplication means a petition. A passionate petition. Where you take God's word before him. And you make a passionate petition about it. In everything by prayer and supplication with what? Thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. So I got to tell you that a lot of times when I'm praying about something that's causing me anxiety, I know how to pray and I know how to petition. I just forget to add Thanksgiving in there. What does adding Thanksgiving in there do? Changes my perspective. I begin to see it differently. I begin to see, yes, you've been faithful all these years. Yes, you have rescued me. Yes, you have given me grace. You have sustained me. You've taken care of me. Yes, you have done this. Yes, you have done that. And you are able to do it again. Thanksgiving changes our perspective in prayer, especially when we're in a worried, anxious place. Pastor, come here just a minute. Aren't you glad you got a faith family who loves you and who will join you in prayer? Do you realize that millions and millions of people have preachers but don't have pastors and a faith family that they could actually come to church and get prayed for? How blessed are we?